All right. Welcome, LALCC and friends. Welcome to the Living the Abundant Life broadcast. I'm your host, Dr. Samuel Meredith. I'm so happy that you decided to tune in today, and I hope and pray that I will say something that will help you live the abundant life. All right. We're going to start tonight's Bible study. Uh, this Bible study is a little different. It's talking about relationships, and the name of this 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 sermon is called uh, Relationships: The Little Girl, the She Bear, and the Lion. Oftentimes, when uh, a, a man meets a woman, they may get married and uh, they have children. But particularly, I want to focus on the little girl, the the father's relationship to the with the little girl. It's amazing when 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 uh, a little girl is born, uh, how the father interacts with the little girl. He actually becomes very vulnerable to her. You know, when a young lady, when the girl is young, they may have tea parties and and, and the father will put his little pinky up and he may even dress in character along with his daughter and Mr. Bear and Miss, Mr. Turtle, whatever. And they may sit down and just have a, a, a tea party chat or whatever. Some may even go as far as with their children, the little girls, they may put lipstick on the, on the, on the father or, or try to, the, 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 the girl may try to do his hair and may have barrettes and all kinds, all these different things going on. But you know, once again, that man becomes very, very, very vulnerable to the girl and the girl even at a young age, began to learn, I have a way with daddy. I, I have a way I can get to him. You know what? And also, I kind of get what I want with him. <laughs> and that's how it should be. She gets older and she may say, uh, well, I'll give you an example. You know, the mother may say, you can't have no, you can't have no candy. All right. The father going to oftentimes, he'll respond in one of three ways. He's going to say, she asks, daddy, can I have some candy? And and father may say, no, you know, you can't have no candy or I would give you some candy, but your mama says you can't have any or no, you know, you can't have no candy. Here's a piece of candy. Don't tell your mama. All right. So the point is, those young ladies know how to get next to their daddy. And, it, and it's a special bond. Even when they get older, you know, they'll talk when they get ready. And when they talk, they can talk to you about where there's issues in school, whether it's issues with, with boyfriends or or issues with other friends, you know, and they can talk to you and and uh whatever reason they find it real easy to talk to you and, and that's just what they do and and uh you know and then you get through with the sad stories, you go get some ice cream. That you know, that's what you do. But anyway, it's that bond that they're 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 that they um develop they developed a special bond so they have the way with their with their fathers and that's good one of the things that their father gives to that young lady and she knows that she has one is protection she knows that he'll provide for her not only in general but even those little special things that, that she likes he also will listen to her and uh and then will give advice you know, once again, there's a special relationship between a father and his daughter. Now, I'm going to get to this next portion. I'm going to talk about the, the bear for a moment. But before I get into the bear, I, I taught a number of years in higher education. And I never forget one time walking out of my office, uh, it was a young female uh, college student talked to an older 
uh, female counselor and uh, tell she had been crying and obviously was over some type of her boyfriend. And I remember uh, the counselor telling her, you know, don't let them see you cry. Just don't let them dry your eyes. Don't let them see you to be strong. Don't let them see you cry. And that was fine and dandy. And I definitely do understand that. But uh, the problem comes in is when she gets married. Before I get into that, let's talk about some characteristics of the she-bear. The she-bear represents the mature young lady. She, well, she She's not a little girl anymore. She's a grown woman. She, she may enter in a marriage, but she offers some things. She protects. Uh, she's trained to solve problems. She defends herself and others, even in the presence of her husband or the lion. That's what she does. Uh, let's talk a little bit about the lion. The lion is the male part, uh, or, or is the male, I should say. Well, the, well, the lion, he, um, he has some great attributes as well. Um, he has the ability to, to solve problems. Well, you know, before I go in there, let me just talk about the lion. In the natural, the lion. He has a roar. Now, in my understanding, when the lion roars, the, that, that roar can be sound. It can be heard miles and miles away. And, and according to, to, to uh, some of the studies that I've, I've read, that it sometimes paralyzes animals when they hear that roar. Oftentimes in a the marriage, there's some things that the man can do, the lion. I remember uh, um, one particular situation um, where um, we were uh, buying a car and, uh, and I had to go to, to uh, work with my doctor. I was away in Virginia. And but before when we purchased the car, I remember saying to the salesman, look, we need two keys. Make sure we have two keys. He said, you're OK. Right, Mr. Meredith. Well, um, I had to go to school in Virginia. And so uh, being my at that time, she was my wife. She she uh, she she uh, called the man. Hey, when can I get this this new set of these keys? And they kind of gave it a run around. And finally, she had to go up there Well, she went up there and they still was like, I'm sorry. No, ma'am, you have to pay a hundred or something dollars, blah, 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 blah. And, uh, you know, she was upset. And so she called me and said, look, they're not doing anything, blah, blah, blah. And so I said, well, let me call them. And I called them. And it was like, no, no problem, Mr. Meredith. We'll, we'll have it. We'll get the keys done right away. And I never get she said, well, why didn't they do that for me? I mean, I went through all of this trouble. They gave me through all of this, this, this runaround, this hassle, going through all this stuff. You just have one simple conversation and that's it. Well, that lion has a presence. It has a presence. And when you have a working relationship, if you know how, how, how it works, it can benefit you greatly. Um, also, sometimes, you know what, it's just a good idea uh, when you're married, you know, uh, sometimes, sometimes when, 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 when the, when the wife is working, sometimes it's good for that man to every now and then have lunch. If, if that's permissible, if that's, if they're permitted to do so, uh, have lunch. Cause that sends a message. It sends a message to the other employees that, you know, what, it's just not her. She has someone with her to back her up. And in times I found that that was very, very useful. Now, the conflict. You have the lion and you have the she-bear, if you will. Let me just say it this way. Some things about the lion you also need to know, especially in Africa, the lion takes care of the cubs. But 
you may not have known that the lioness go out and hunt the food and bring the food back. Now, that's very important. In a marriage, oftentimes because the she bear, the, the woman, she's strong and she's trained. She's trained to take care of the family, solve problems once again. She has all these different things that she can do and she's a go-getter and she can take care of business. The wives know how to take care of business. They're smarter. They, they just know how to do it. Now, the problem, once again, it comes in, the conflict comes in is when there's a disagreement at times. Like I stated, sometimes, or I shouldn't say sometimes, but she knows how to deal with situations. The problem comes in, once again, is sometimes the, 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 that, that she bear, that bearing her wants to be the little girl. And sometimes the lion fails to see the little girl in her. It comes out like this. It can be five, 10 years down in the marriage. And and she'll say things like, well, you know, I'm tired. You know, I'm always solving the problems. You know, I'm always doing this. I'm always doing that. And and, you know, conflict arises, conflict arises. And it's funny when the Holy Spirit was showing me these different things. I just saw a picture of a husband and wife. They're sleeping in the same bed, but their backs are faced toward each other, meaning they're facing outward uh, towards the out, you know, facing the wall. And they're both crying out to God, tears, silent tears coming down their eyes, all both talking to God about the problem. And the problem is they're no longer vulnerable to each other. Now, something about men, you know, right or wrong, but we're taught to to hide our emotions. Don't don't ever cry. Yada, da, 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 da. And sometimes it takes decades before we can melt, before we can show that type of emotions. It's just the truth. Where. Uh, the young ladies, it's a little different. Although they are, once again, as I stated before, they have, uh, but they're trained not to see, let him see you cry. Not tra trained not to show emotions as it relates to crying. Once again, the problem comes in sometimes when it's in the marriage. And when it's in the marriage like that, think about it. They're both talking to each other. And by the way, as we know, Women are far better communicators than males. But the problem with the men, they hear this all day. They hear this. And sometimes you all with people. Let me say it this way. Sometimes with men, we hear you, but that's the problem. We hear you. Remember, men are visual. But whenever the point, if, if that woman can get to the point to, to show her, show him, I say, that she's hurting. Oftentimes, that's when he'll get it. You may say, but I've told him, yes, you told him over and over again. However, it's when he sees the hurt, when he sees the pain, he sees the little girl, and I don't care even if it's his fault. There's something about when a man sees the woman, when he sees the hurt, his heart will melt. Now, why it is, it's just how men, how we are. And I think it's just people, period. But it's just something about that man. He want, he does not want to see his wife hurting. And it's that vulnerable part that I think sometimes he misses. Am I saying that you should go out and be an emotional, whatever? No, that's not what I'm saying. But a lot of times, if you can think about how men are, we're visual. 
if he you can help him see that you're hurting, I think it'll make things uh, work out a little better. Once again, the lion oftentimes does not see the little girl. He just sees that she bear and they're going back and forth. They're going back and forth. Now, I'm reminded of an example of this is uh, Bill Winston. He gives a testimony. He says that, you know, they were out ministering and, 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 and doing the church thing and all these different things. And one, one day before they went to church, he said his wife just broke down and started crying. And, 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 and he's like, baby, what, what, what's going on? What's wrong? What's wrong? And she said, I don't have any clothes. I'm wearing the same thing over and over again. Naturally, his heart just melted. Now, he didn't say this, but it could very well be, you know what? She may have told him a million times, but it just got up to that point. She just couldn't express it anymore. And she started crying. And you know, you better believe he did whatever he needed to do to get his wife some clothes right away so that's kind of an example doesn't mean that she's weak no it was just it was just she was up to here and she just expressed emotion it kind of came out in the form of crying but when it did that he got the message that's the whole point he got the message this last point i want to talk about is this it is the man's job to protect his wife's feelings if you have your Bibles, turn to Mark chapter 10, and we'll begin reading at verse 9. Mark chapter 10, we'll begin reading at verse 9. Um, actually, we're going to start reading at verse 7. It says, for this cause, a man, a man should leave his, uh, his father and his mother and cleave to his wife, and the two shall be one flesh. So then... They are no longer two, but one flesh. What therefore God has joined together, let not a man put asunder. And we know that means uh, to separate or in another instance, it's come in between. Nothing should come in between that marriage or that husband and wife. Men have the responsibility of protecting the wife's feelings. Now, guess what? That also means in the house. So that means men, we have to be much more sensitive to our wives' feelings. All right. Also, outside of the house, you know, examples that I gave, being there on the job, visible things of that nature. Let me say this. Also, with your family, you have to protect her feelings with your family. But let me talk about this other thing, because sometimes this can be the challenge. What about when it's her own family and you're the in-law? You still have a responsibility to, to protect. Now, you have to ask God for some wisdom how to do it. You know, you need to get some details, obviously, you know, because, you know, just be led by the spirit how to do it. But there's something that you have to consider. I never forget when I was in college, um, it, this good brother, him and at that time, he was it was his fiance. And uh, the fiance's family, her nephews or something, was kind of ragging on her. And he stepped in and checked them real quick. <laughs> he did the right thing. Um, I'm reminded of, a, of another minister. Uh, we were talking, it was years ago, we were talking. And he was talking about his wife, how um, her, her family, they did something to her. It said some things to her and it really, really, really hurt her feelings. Well, you know, he came and he didn't come in there just ugly or crazy. You know, he came with a smile on his face and just, you know, later on say, you know, you really hurt my wife's feelings. That really, she cried. That really hurt her. 
you know, when you do that, the wife feels validated. She feels like someone is trying to protect her. Someone has her back. You know, those are important things to do. Now, I'm saying this because sometimes when it's her family, it can be challenging. It can be challenging. You know, you ask questions, how do I do it? You know, especially if you're newly married, you know, but sometimes you just have to do it. Now, when you do that, it carries a message. What do you mean? First of all, it don't matter who it is. If they, you know, hurt your wife's feelings and she's crying and things of that nature, you know what? If you accept that person, do it in love. Do it in love. You know, next, and let me say this too now. You have to use wisdom because everybody is different. Some people can't, you know, they just have their own issues. But oftentimes, if you can talk to that person, you can have a smile on the face like the example I gave you. You know what? You really hurt her feelings, especially if it's a a repeated offense. What do I mean? What do I mean? Well, if a situation like when your wife is cried about the same issue over and over again, because let's face it, families are not perfect. They're not perfect. But trust me, whatever family member is getting in between your marriage, because trust me, that's a problem. If they're always having your wife cry all the time, something needs to be done. And you, a gentle, just hey, you know what? You know, you really hurt her feelings and talk to them. Now, they may get defensive, whatever, but you better believe it. The next time they encounter or that meeting is met or they get together. They're going to think twice about hurting her feelings because you know what? They don't want to see you again. That's part of that lion's roar. It's part of the lion uh, stepping in his position. It doesn't mean, once again, you have to be ugly. But I think the point where God is trying to lead us tonight is, is to show us this, that, man, you have a responsibility um, to protect her feelings. And I also share some things tonight when we talked about the little girl and then how society, you know, tells her and and she should be that she bear that and and think about she bear a she bear protects they take care of business she takes care of her business she takes her family she does all these great things but i want to make this point clear if you allow the man if if you take the responsibility of the lion away from him like the little lion of africa he'll let you do it he'll let you do it also remember how you operate and the man operate is two different ways. It's two different ways. They, so in other words, sometimes with men, our ways may look like it's, it takes too long, to, but it works. Trust. Why is this important? Because later on down the line, you get tired of, of doing the protection. You'll be tired of trying to figure out problems. You get tired of, of defending yourself. Let the lion do the work. We're talking about relationships. And I think if you do that and both parties do their part, it, it will help and and secure and 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 strengthen the relationship. Amen. We'll give God a hand clap of praise.